All right. Well, hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris, and today on Rock Metal Podcast, we have Everlust, and they have a new album called Diary of Existence, which released on May 7th via Wormhole Death Records. And right now, I'm being joined by Kate to share some more information about this release and what the band has got going on, coming up, etc. So, Kate, welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. Great to have you on. Now, I guess the first question I have is uh, you guys signed with Wormhole Death to release the record. So take us through that. Uh, it has been a long journey. Um, it Actually, it was a great experience with, you know, finally having a producer and finally feeling like you're a legit band. And it's a great opportunity, to be honest, um, because this is something quite dif- different from what I'm used to. Uh, this is like a serious work where you feel like you're at work when you are uh, rehearsing and when you're recording something and you have people to support you, you have people to suggest you things, and um, it's amazing. Okay. So, yeah. Quite a few things are that you mentioned. Having a producer, feeling like a legit band, feeling like you're at work. What was it about, is it, I guess that is my question. What was it about before this that didn't feel like a legit band or that didn't feel like work? Well, nowadays I think that if you want to get somewhere, if you want to, if you want to get outside from the underground stage of your band, um, and if you want people to take you more serious, and having a producer and having like this 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 whole thing, um, it kind of it makes people around you look more serious at you, and it makes you feel more you know more serious about yourself. Because once you have this record deal, you cannot back away from it. You have it, and you have to work. And it doesn't matter if you feel like ah no, I cannot do it. If, or you just have to do it. You have the recording deal. You just have to work because people now rely on you. Your uh, producer relies on you. Um, they have trust in you. They, if, if they ask you to sign this with them, then they see a potential in you. So you, you have this feeling that you shouldn't let them down. And it gives you a great motivation to actually keep on going, even though sometimes it feels hard. And especially now with all this situation in the world, you know, COVID, et cetera, when you cannot have live performances, um, you still have your producer to back you up and to kind of motivate you. And yeah, it's maybe that's, that kind of answers your question. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I mean, how many bands out there are understanding exactly what you've just said that, well, yeah, we're a band and we're having fun, but does it feel like we're at work? And not in a bad way. Like I'm sure you're not looking at the clock and waiting for it to be over, so it's not work in a bad way. I think it's the true sense of work. You're here to take your skills and your talents and make the world a better place, and you've given yourself time to do that, which is what work should be, not something that we do for just a paycheck and want to be over with it really depressing oh yeah this is never about a paycheck this is this is just what you have inside of you and you just want to share it with the world and now when it 
getting more serious, you finally have the feeling that, yeah, I am going to share this with the world. I am going to be heard. And I think this is the main thing. And still, we are having fun because Everlast, we're a big family. We really do love each other. We have our fights. We have everything, you know, like in a family. (laughs) Um, But still, we are having fun. But also, we are taking this very serious. And especially when having a recording deal, um, there are no excuses anymore. Mm -hmm. We have to work. We have to do things. We can have fun. We can have our days off. We can just, you know, be a band together doing something else, not music. We can just, you know, hang out. But still, we have to, we, we have to make our um, management <laughs> proud <laughs> and ourselves. So, yeah, this, this is a different feeling than it was before. Mm-hmm. Cool. Now, I guess my other question is, uh, you mentioned a producer uh, and management. So did you guys have this producer to record the album and then you went shopping for a label or did you approach labels with demos and then wormhole uh, accepted you guys and got you a producer and all those things? So um, our manager, Agrita, uh, she actually requested our producer with us. Like she kind of introduced us to him, Mm -hmm. Um, sent some demos, of course, um, they were interested. They said, yeah, this band is great. We want to work with them. And they offered us this opportunity and we accepted it. So it was as simple as that. Okay. Beautiful. And then it turned into the land of dreams for you, Kate. Sorry. And then it turned into the land of dreams for you, Kate. Oh yeah. (laughs) You know, dreams are different. Sometimes it's, you know, a dream, like when, you, when you're dreaming, it's not always rainbows and butterflies. It's sometimes something that scares you a bit, something that you don't understand quite a lot. And sometimes you feel lost in your dreams. And this, this is exactly the situation. You know, it's mostly, of course, it's beautiful, but sometimes it's something that you don't really understand to the full extent of it. And th- this is what dreams are about. Sometimes you don't know what you actually want. You're dreaming about something, but it's just a dream. I don't know if I can explain it as as, as much as I would like to, but mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. is still a dream, you know? Okay. Yeah, I'm living the dream, but it's sometimes a bit scary. <laughs> <laughs> scary because you're getting what you want? Yeah, you know, this is the thing. And, 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 and it's scary when you're dreaming about something and you're like, this is what I want so much. And then it starts to happen and you're like, oh, wow. Oh, oh, it's happening. Oh, what, what, what should I do now? It's just a bit overwhelming in a way and emotional. And then you have all of these things around you. And <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, now this album, at the time of recording, it released maybe five days ago. Yeah, about five days ago, according, yeah. according to what I have at the time of recording. When this episode airs, it'll be June-ish, somewhere around there. Um, but what's it? you said it was a long road. So take us through that. What went into crafting this album, and how does it feel for it to finally be out there? Uh, 
what I'm going to say now, I think <laughs> mostly parents can relate, but this is like, you know, being pregnant and then giving birth to your baby and then finally, finally having your baby on your arms. <laughs> this is <laughs> it, it's just like that because in the beginning you have the idea, then you spend hours and hours on each song because you have to, you have to, you have it in your head, but sometimes it's kind of complicated to show it to your band members and all of us, almost all of us in a band, we write something, we um, participate in writing a new song. So it's the beginning of it all is just a lot of rehearsals where you just sit around and you're like, how do I explain this to you guys? Like, this is my idea. You are not doing this, not the way I expected it to be, but it's still beautiful, so let's roll with it. <laughs> okay, so now we have a song. Um, then we record a demo. We listen to it for about like a hundred times, 200, you know, <laughs> searching for the places where it doesn't kind of sound like it should. Um, then when we send our, like our demos and we had the recording deal, um, then the journey started with going to Italy. So to record this album, we actually had to last year when it was like crazy with this COVID situation, we had to fly to Italy. So we did. And uh, in total, we spent almost a month in the recording studio. Uh, not all of us together. We went kind of separate, but um, I was together with our guitarist, Vlad and Max, both of them in the studio. Um, so we recorded it then. Um, then we had to listen to our album for a hundred times more while it was being mixed and mastered because we had to kind of follow the process of tell, tell our producer and our sound engineers what we like, what we should like, what we would like to add, things like that. And I had to draw a lot because, um, our physical album, like the CDs, it has like this little beautiful book inside of it with the lyrics and everything else. And it's all drawn by hand, written by hand, because the album is called Diary of Existence. So um, we wanted to make it look like a diary where the lyrics are written by hand. So we did all this. I drew each and every member of the band as a skull. So as you know, I tried to show their insides, you know, <laughs> I would say. Um, so we had this, so a lot of work for the music and for the visuals. Um, then we had to put it all together. Then we had to re review it for a hundred times more. And then finally, when, re when we released the album, it was like, you know, you have these fireworks inside of you, you know, it's like a big celebration. It's like a big relief because it was a lot of stress with all this traveling, with all this recording, with all this waiting, with all this work, you know, and things sometimes don't, don't happen as they should happen. And some like misunderstandings between us all. And uh, it was just overwhelming. But when it was done, wow, <laughs> it's just, I cannot explain it. I can actually, I can actually show you, uh, I have the, the album on me at the moment the CD mm -hmm. and you are actually one of the first people to see it. So 
this is the book I was telling you about, which is inside of it. This is the, um, like the, the top of it. This is the behind of it, like all of us. And then inside, I'll just open a random page. So here you can see the drawings and the handwritten lyrics of it all. And this is how it goes. So for each member, I had a drawing some more of it yeah wow so it was just all of this is crafted you know with love and care it certainly is now you mentioned uh traveling to italy to record what was your favorite part about being in italy or was it was it weird because of covid it was weird yes it was weird because unlike the, uh, all the other members i didn't just travel to italy I went first to Switzerland. I had some work to do there. Um, also, something with music, you know, something to do with music. Uh, so I, I worked there. Then I went to Italy from Switzerland. I recorded everything. Then I went back to Switzerland, <laughs> worked some more. Then I went to Germany. And then from Germany, I went back to Latvia. Um, and it, it, like, what, what was happening in Italy... Um, we were living at the studio, so, you know, you wake up in the morning, you have your breakfast, you get ready, and you feel like at home, and um, Ricky, uh, our sound master, uh, he actually did everything to make us feel at home. He prepared everything so that we can be really relaxed and like just concentrated to the things that we have to do. Like, for example, if I have to sing, I need to get this kind of mood, you know, <laughs> where I can express my emotions because it's all about what you're feeling when you're singing. And um, that was kind of it. Yeah, we just, we were living there, uh, three of us, and this is how we were working. So for five days in a row, I was singing in the, in the morning and during the day. And then in the evening, we would just... As it was COVID and uh, Ferrara, it's not like it's not like a big city, you know. There is nothing much to do there, so we were just walking around. It was warm, it was nice. Um, yeah, it was like having fun and working at the same time. <laughs> okay, very cool. Now you mentioned some emotions there. What is this album about? Does it have a theme? Yes. So. And it's called Diary of Existence. Uh, each song is like a diary entry. So it's it's what you would write about to yourself. It's your deepest emotions, your fears, your everything that you have inside of you. You just write it in your diary. You tell it to yourself. And this is this is how the songs feel like. It's songs that you can relate to, especially for people battling with depression and things like that, this this is an album that, for me, um, as someone who also has been through all of all of that kind of emotions, um, it's something that I hope someone who is also struggling would find helpful, and have this feeling that they're not alone in this. That there are there are other people in the world who have felt like this, and they have gone through this because. If we wouldn't, there wouldn't be this album. So we have gone through this, we have battled this, and maybe someone listening to this album 
to kind of get these emotions as well that they are not alone. There are other people in the world who have been through this, and they have won this battle with themselves. Okay. Very cool. Now, the other track you wanted to chat about was Entwined. Does Entwined have, does it follow that theme? Yes. If we go through the lyrics of the song, which I'm going to open at the moment, um, because Entwined is, is, is it's a duet. Uh, uh, I am singing there together with um, Matthias from the band Lamori. And it's like it's like a dialogue between two people who cannot kind of find each other anymore. It's it used to be this way and now it's just completely different. It's like you used to be lovers and now you're strangers. You're not kinda feeling each other anymore. And you're hurting each other, but you cannot let go of each other anymore too, because it's kinda it's a very complicated situation between you two and yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned uh, was it so a guest vocalist, Lamori? Yes. Yes. How did that? Matthias from Lamori. Okay. Tell Matthias I say hi. And how did he get involved? Uh, okay, so Lamori is a band from Finland, and um, a couple of years ago we had a couple of gigs in in Riga, Latvia together. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of, we kind of got the vibe, you know, because, uh, Lamori is, okay. I could describe Matthias as a one of one of a kind vocalist because his voice is just, when you hear it, you know, it's him, you know? So I instantly fell in love with his vocals and the way he is expressing his emotions through his songs. And we just kind of thought that he is the right person to, do the song with us. So we met yeah, actually in Riga okay. when uh, they went here for a gig. Okay. Very cool. Is that how you ended up finding out about Wormhole Death? Because they're on Wormhole, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, they are. Okay. Um, I think we did, right? We found out about Wormhole Death. Not from Lamori, but at kind of at the same time it all began. Because it was it was quite some time ago, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's all Agrita. It's all our manager. She is. She has everything to do with Wormhole Dead. So <laughs> that's her fault that she's saying at the moment. <laughs> okay, it is her fault. This whole yes. <laughs> this whole thing is her fault. Okay, beautiful. So we chatted about. Uh, the extraordinary experience you guys had with the album, the signing to Wormhole Death, having a producer, getting a manager, feeling like you're a legit band. If only I could feel like I was a legit podcast, Kate. Oh, you are. Well, thank you. You're you're awesome. Oh, thank- I like talking to you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, we, we chatted about the scary side of good dreams. Very fascinating uh, concept of getting what you want and... I don't know, feeling like maybe you don't deserve it or it's too good to be true or. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, Traveling during the COVID days to Italy and recording in the studio, we chatted about handwritten lyrics, 
I'm speculating on the album cover. That's your hand. I'm guessing that. You're right. Okay. It was supposed to be... So, okay, on, on, on the cover, that, that book that you're seeing, it's actually a very, very ancient Bible. <laughs> but it just looked just the way that I wanted, so we used it. And um, my hand, it's painted, you know, the fingers are black. The hand is kind of... It looks kind of alive, but kind of dead at the same time. It's when you're just about to give up, you know? You just have your hand in your diary. It's there, and you're like, this is it. I, I'm i not able to do anything else with it. And um, that picture was supposed to be kind of depressing in a way. And I think that I kind of, I kind of made it look that way i don't know <laughs> just for me it's this, this picture says a lot of things to me okay all right well is there anything that i missed kate that you wanted to chat about did miss damaroska have something that i was supposed to chat about and she was like make sure that they chat about kaplop and, and and then i didn't was there something else was there something else <laughs> is there something else that we should discuss? What was the question? <laughs> you don't know. No. First time in my life, I hear I hear her saying that she doesn't know. Wow. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> Manager is tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's tired too because uh, this is her project as well. She she was like, you know. Every single time when we were falling behind a schedule, when we were doing things that we are not supposed to do or the other way around, we were not doing anything at all. We're just, just you know, this, this mess, you know. She was the person who was there like, you guys, you pick yourself up at this very second and you do this thing right now, you know. You're falling behind a schedule. So she was trying to pushes through all of this so she is actually tired i can i can understand that because to manage our band i know it's a struggle because we can make a kindergarten out of nothing you know <laughs> it's our hidden talent we can just make a mess out of nothing mm -hmm. and she she's she is a talented manager because she had enough of nerves and then I have strength to push us through this. And I really appreciate that because if it wasn't for her, I think that half of us would be spending our days in a madhouse and the other half would be just, ah, we're done. Okay. <laughs> but she pushed us through it, so it's great. Mm -hmm. Groovy Beans, <laughs> we actually just got off a of chat doing an industry insider power talk series with a, a band manager. So if Agrita Nemirovska is interested in uh, coming onto the show. Not right now, obviously, but at another time to chat about band management. I think that would be fantastic and fascinating because uh, I've interviewed two band managers and gotten two completely different answers, so I want a third completely different answer. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, to completely mess things up, right? <laughs> exactly, to mess things up so that people can go, okay, I got it now. I know what it takes to seek out a band manager or be a band manager or whatever. And then they watch the next episode and go, what? I'm not getting it. But that's part of it is finding somebody that you jive with, that you can work with, that can, 
see to your goals, and it sounds like Agrita is perfect for Everlust. Yeah, I guess so. Well, she has been with us for quite some time now, and she's still alive, so that says <laughs> something, you know. We we didn't manage to... So <laughs> she's laughing. We, we, we didn't manage to send her to the madhouse, so that's good. That's already good. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, the invitation is, is out there. Uh, let me know, uh, Agrita, if you want to come on and chat. And in the meantime, to close off this interview, recap... We chatted about signing Wormhole Death, writing the album, producing the album, going from uh, Latvia to Switzerland, Switzerland to Italy, Italy to Switzerland, Switzerland to Germany, Germany to Latvia. And we chatted about Land of Dreams, Entwined, Diary of Existence as an album, the uh, booklet, handwriting it, drawing everybody as an X-rayed skull with their hair intact. Uh, which is Not everyone had hair. Okay, not everyone <laughs> had hair. <laughs> Of course not. It was just their main features. It was, I drew something that I kind of associate with them for me, for every single band member. So for Vlad, it was the rose, because his guitar is shaped as a rose. Oh. Uh, for Max, it was his long hair, because it kind of, I, I cannot imagine Max without his long hair. Although almost everyone in our band has long hair, but still, mm-hmm. for Max, it's just something crucial. For Alex, our drummer, it was, of course... Um, uh, drumsticks um, for Andrew, oh. our keyboardist. It was, um, I guess, it was sunglasses on his skull, like put on. Yeah. And for me, it was horns because I always, always get on a stage with horns on, almost nice. always. And for Pavel, our bass guitarist, uh, it was just this beard and like these kind of braids, you know, his, his hair and braids, because that's how he usually looks. And his skull was like really mad because he's our super mad oh, bass guitarist. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the Rock and Roll podcast today, Kate. Thank you. Thank you for having me.